Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast. My name is Chris McElvenny. And my name is Luke Davis. And welcome, we were both going to say the same thing then, to what is going to be the final quarantine episode of the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast. Yeah, we're, uh, we're on day 12 right now. It'll be day 13 tomorrow. We're getting picked up tomorrow because... <clears throat> that was a badly timed cough because I was just about to say we haven't showed any symptoms. <laughs> I just it's dusty in the studio. Uh, did you see that woman on the news had to like uh, announce yeah. a cough before she did it. The world's gone. The world has gone mad. Well, the world's definitely gone mad. But yes, it's our last night in the caravan of quarantine. And uh, do you know what? I'm I'm very proud of us. Like we've, I think we're the only ones. We, we were probably the first ones in the country really self-isolating properly. I know we did come from Italy. Yeah. But, like... Before it was hugely advised to the rest of the UK to start um, to start self-isolating and quarantining, we'd, uh, we'd spoken to people in Italy and, and got advice that way. And they were like, yeah, when you go back to be on the safe side, do 14 days. You got back here and Boris was like, oh, you only need to do a week. But because of where we were living and the situation we found ourselves in, we thought it best to take uh, as long as possible. Yeah, to to be to be cautious, you know, and 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 take the right steps and and do two weeks. And we thought it was going to be a fucking thing. It was. It, it's actually been a, a good. I, I, I've had a good time here. It's been class. Yeah, as it's been very good. And and the thing is about uh, self isolation and this social distance and, and quarantine, whatever the fuck you call it, it's. It's hard going, it really is, and we have a long slog ahead of us. in In general terms, everyone does. Yeah, it's gonna be hard going in terms of mental health, in terms of keeping yourself occupied and doing things day to day. Routines are up the left because you're just stuck in the house. But I find since we've been in this caravan and doing this podcast, it's really helped because I think when you spend so much time with with another person. You don't really have proper conversations. You you almost take for granted that the other person's there because it has been just me and you in this yeah. caravan. Yeah, we almost take for granted that the other person's there. So uh, having half an hour to just sit down, having a purpose to have a conversation about what is going on in the world and maybe other things that we just want to talk about, uh, is really good and quite therapeutic. It's it's a nice thing to be able to do. Yeah, and like, because it has only been us. Like, I, I think it's been somewhat easier for me and you in this situation because we are in. Like, we, we've never. I've never been to this caravan before. Obviously, you haven't been. Well, you used to come here all the time as a kid, but you haven't been here for about five years. Yeah. Um. So, but so there's no routine here for us. Exactly. So we don't was... feel like we're breaking any routine by being here. It doesn't feel abnormal for us to not leave this caravan do you know what i mean yeah it was a new environment well yeah it was a new environment for both of us because and especially living here for the length of time that we have yeah like cooking dinner every night uh do you know what i uh i've surprised myself on my cooking skills chris has cooked every night that we've been in this caravan every single night smashed it and i think the top meal it's been the easiest it's spaghetti bolognese and pizza. Yeah. So we have half a pizza each and a portion of spaghetti bolognese. And then you use the pizza 
like a prawn cracker for your spaghetti bolognese. That's something that I found in Italy is that pizza in Italy isn't just pizza where it's cheese and tomato and shitty toppings. I was in, it was when we were in Venice and we were staying just outside of Venice and I ordered a pizza and I'd seen it in lots of different places and it was a pizza with chips on it. And I'd seen it on menus and I always sort of went, oh, I'll try that, a few chips on top of a pizza. But it wasn't a few chips on top of a pizza. It was like a portion it of chips. It was fucking, like they plated up a portion of chips and just sprinkled it on your pizza and cooked it and oh, I couldn't finish it. It sat in our hotel for two days before. Like I, I only ate it in the restaurant. I took it with me because I didn't want to admit defeat that quickly but like, every time I looked at it I was like it's knocking me fucking sick. Yeah, it's knocking me sick. You even tell me about it. Yeah, so they'll, and they'll put anything on a pizza. They'll put hot dogs on it but hot dogs isn't that strange. One thing that I did like in Italy was the hot dogs that I was having because they oh, come yeah. in not like a hot dog, it's but like it's a like pastry. Your, yeah, it's like a roll, like yeah. a crusty roll. But it's not like a sausage roll. Yeah, it's different. It's weird. I think you've got to do. Well, that's got chips in it as well. Yeah, we <laughs> used so to go to a restaurant called Pizza, and that's what I used to get. It was uh, two one euro fifty, I think, yeah. for, a, for a hot dog or something like that. Italy's cheap. Fuck's sake! Talking about Italy really gets me down. Because I'm like, fuck, we were having the time of our lives there. And it was cut short, but I do understand that everyone's life has been put on hold because of this. Yeah. Um, it, it is mad, like, today especially, with it being our last night here, I've been, like, very reflective and I've been thinking about, like, the environment that we're going into here because now we're going back to our homes, our actual homes, like, where we yeah. live. I haven't lived there in a while. And it's going to be very weird to go back to a Belfast that's pretty much closed down. Yeah. It's sure. the same with you, with North Wales. That's it. But I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to North Wales. But one thing is, like, the things that I love doing, going down the beach, going up the mountain, you know, going for wonders through the woods and this, that and the other. Like, then the things that I'm maybe not going to be able to do. And even if I do, you've got to make sure that you're on your own. Which, to be fair, I think that that would just be getting up early in the morning if you just need half an hour out of the house and spend the other 23 and a half hours in. I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're being sensible and you're taking, like on the news, that's what they're saying, just take into consideration the advice that you've been given and follow that, you know, social distancing. Stay two metres apart from each other. Don't go out in big groups and this, that and the other. So when I get back, I can't wait to yeah. get get down the beach or get up the mountain or wandering through the woods and it's minging because... I don't know. That's the way. That's the way I like it. Sometimes yeah. getting down and dirty. That's you know, it's it's good fun. See, the issue it is busy. people aren't doing like so. Like people think that all oh, right, yeah, we don't have to be staying in our homes. We're allowed to go for a walk. But if everyone goes for a walk in the places that everyone goes for a walk, like up a, a nature reserve or like a beach, <clears throat> then that is not social distancing because you've got about. 100 cars all yeah. sitting there you've got a, a mountain path full of people more people than would ever be on that mountain path yeah and then what you're defeating the purpose of the whole thing today on the news they were showing clips of snowdonia which is uh about an hour away from where i live in north wales but it's the tallest mountain in wales um and it's beautiful it's in such a gorgeous area and it's really really nice on a summer's day to you know take the kids or just go for a wander on your own or with your mates or whatever but they're showing videos that like clips of it at the moment because it's heaving with people obviously the schools have closed and people are off work it's and a lovely day it's mother's day yeah they're treating it like their summer holidays that they're, they're, they're going out and they're doing fun things and that's not that's not the way that this has got to go you know i think people are going to be moaning at boris johnson and at the government if 
we do have to go into lockdown. But what they've got to understand is he's asked nicely, so do it. We are going to have to go on lockdown because yeah. people aren't heeding the, the advice. No. So, like, before we left Italy, like, you, like we've said before, like, you, you can't leave the house without your passport and your papers and a valid reason as to why you are out of the house. Yeah. If you're going to the supermarket, right, go to the supermarket. Stay two metres away from people. Get your shopping and get the fuck home straight away. I think it's going to come to a point where even shops, like general shops, are going to shut down and there'll be a, a time of a day that they're open for you to go in, get your stuff. Or even like they've said about people delivering, I think it's going to be down to volunteers to drop food off. And Yeah, it's it's just a, it's just a madness. I, my brother told me this story uh, today. So uh, someone had a, a baby a couple of months ago and it was meant to be the christening today. And they still went ahead with the christening in the church. The only people allowed in was the priest, the parents, and the godparents, and obviously the baby that's yeah. being christened. And the place that they were having the christ, like the after christening, because the christening in, in Ireland is the fucking piss up, like yeah. class, powerful crack. But we're in a global pandemic here where you have to stay indoors, so everywhere's closed. So the place where they were gonna have the party was closed. So. The place is closed for a reason, not to have big gatherings of people. What do they do? Put up a gazebo out their back garden. They're dressed in the ends, all suited and booted, sitting in their garden, about 40 people, drinking tins of Carlsberg. I'm like, you're a fucking idiots. It's crazy, people. Like, what the fuck are you doing? People really aren't taking this as serious as they really, really need to be. Which I don't understand, because if you watch the news, that's all you need to do. Watch the news for 10 minutes and then you will shit yourself because it's actually frightening i uh, i seen the i don't know if you've seen it the clip of the italian prime minister today no i haven't seen it i've heard about it he is in tears and he's saying that we have done all we can to stop the spread of this virus stop like help people who are who have uh, are infected and we have done all that we can do on the ground so now it's up to the skies. God, protect your people. And I find that so... That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially if you don't believe in God. Yeah. And also, this global pandemic. How is this... If there's a God, why is this happening? There's... So, I was, was going to sit there and say there's not, but obviously there's always going to be people, people that argue with you. About things like that, it's. I don't know. It, it it's one of them things. It's something that, it's cards that we've all been dealt, and it's something we've got to deal with now. Like it, like, the, I, I've talked maybe not on this podcast, maybe on the gents podcast, but about um the amount of mass extinctions within the human race, yeah. and not even the human in in, in multiple in, yeah, species. You know what I mean? Like in in the world since time began, if you will, um, and I think this is. How it happens, I think we're we're the most civilized, um, we're the most civilized species so far, yeah, or or so we're led to believe. So that's why it's not what I, pff, I say. That's why it's not wiping it out, wiping us out. It's doing its best job. But I think that's how these things have come about in the past. That's yeah. It, it's it's one of the, it it shows it's a it's a reoccurring thing. It's all it time. also shows you that the reason as to why we're here and the meaning of life. And all this stuff is, it's all science. What's killing people is science. It's a, a microscopic virus that is infecting people and then kills 
the people who are at the most vulnerable yeah. and have low immune systems. So if there is a, a higher power or a God who, who loves every person on this planet, why are people dying without funerals? Because surely God wants them to have funerals and to sing songs so that they can get into heaven. People are dying in Italy. The families haven't seen them since they first got diagnosed with the virus. And then they, they are in hospitals by themselves and then they die by themselves. And then they get, uh, what do you call, cremated with no funeral. With the, the, There were 600 people in Italy died today. And like, like Italy's such a religious country. Like the amount of Catholic schools that we went to, they're pretty much the whole country's Catholic and very much so. And I'm like, that's heartbreaking for those people who have such faith in their God. And surely they're thinking, why is God doing this to us? Yeah. Like that, that's what, like I, I find solace in the fact that I don't believe. So I'm, I, I don't feel betrayed by a God. Yeah. But if you, if you have such strong beliefs, like how fucking heartbreaking is this? Never mind that your country is fucked. Like your, your economy's fucked. There's so many people dying and, and getting this virus and your country's on complete lockdown. But the, the, the God, the, the thing that you believe in, who made you, who loves you, is, is turning its back on you. Like, that is a fucking, that's a hard pill to swallow for people. But throughout all their teachings, it's not the first time he's done it either. Or well, she's done old, it. Old Testament, she's done it. Um, Why is that funny? Is yeah. I was just thinking of Ariana Grande. Oh. Um, nah, but yeah, I know. Well, that was the Old Testament God. Yeah, old but... Testament God used to throw down plagues like no tomorrow. Well, he's wipe out people. Maybe he's reverted back to his old ways. Maybe he has. <clears throat> maybe he's had enough. I've seen a, an interesting thing. I think it was on Twitter before. It was either Twitter or Instagram. Um, and it was someone had just put something daft like, I feel like um, I feel like the earth is sending us all to our room so we can think about what we've done. <laughs> and it was hinting at the fact that, look, at the small amount of time that businesses and, and, and industries have closed down, and people have had to go away and tourists have stopped traveling and there's been less of a strain on on the earth itself. Mm. Look at what it's doing. Yeah. I mean, um, Salford Keys, I've seen a picture. I've seen it. Mm-mm. Dolphins. Dolphins at Salford. Salford Keys. Hold on, is that real? Well, that I couldn't be real. Oh, no, I doubted it and then Googled it and there was a there was a write up about it. I haven't done extensive research. I just sort of had I can do it now if you'd like. Yeah, please do, because I'm know, pretty well, sure Salford Keys, there's not actually a waterway for dolphins to get in. How could dolphins get into Salford Keys? Down the canal? <laughs> like they can't. Unless they went down the M62. But I highly well, doubt that either. Dolphins. <laughs> so... They got off the boat at Liverpool. That's, no, to be I fair, it is quarter I'm... past 12 and it's been a long, long old day. Yeah, I um, think you might have been reeled in there. Glenn we're gonna to have to carry this podcast on because there's nothing coming up immediately which probably means yeah. that i'm wrong after yeah. seeing something on the internet and but i never even because to be like actually see to be fair there's a puddle out, out the front of my <laughs> house stupid and, and there was a the killer whale <laughs> <laughs> now do you know there was actually do you know the river day at the bottom of my show oh, yeah that you have just revealed to everyone where i live it's back up um but yeah what well, i remember when i was a kid people being like oh yeah there's dolphins in there and me being like bullshit and there was. There was dolphins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, several of them. There's like a certain breed. Like, obviously, they're not dolphins that you go and stroke. At the fucking, <laughs> at the, shut up. At the um, 
wagging off dolphins at the river no at SeaWorld or something but they were a breed of them and and they were there I remember sort of being like fuck I thought it was just like rubbish that was in there I didn't think like it was life and and then as I've got older off it it's really clean like it's a really really clean river (laughs) oh really yeah yeah really clean so the river day goes out in well, I I live RIC. I live at the estuary, so I live at the opening. So it's the river starts up past. It runs through Chester, the River Dee. You you live at the opening into the sea. Into the sea, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. Like, oh yeah, of course you do. Yeah. At the top of my street, you can stand and look up, and there's the river, and then look the other way, and there's the opening into the Irish Sea. Yeah. Which and if cool. you look really closely, you can see me waving at you. Yeah, that's that's from my a, house. Yeah. So me and Chris stay in touch. It's nice, yeah. to, it's nice to see him. Yeah, just shout really loud. <laughs> Do you know what I thought was really strange? We were flying into Belfast. No, we weren't. We were flying into Liverpool from um, from Nice. Yeah. And as we'd come in, they'd gone up towards Chester and come round to come back into Liverpool. And I could see the bridge and stuff like that oh, yeah. through the window. And I was like, oh, that's good. Like, I can see where I live. Like, I live near the bridge and then yeah. landed and was like, oh, shit, I'm not even going there. I've got to get on another know, flight now and go to another country. See, I know. I think I've I've massively taken for granted the fact that I am in my caravan. I am in my country. Like, I, I've kind of not realised that you are literally in a place that you've never been before. Yeah. Like, you've taken it way better than I think I would. Yeah, I think it's because it comes straight after the whole Italy thing, so it's yeah, all just been one sweeping motion yeah. for me. So it'll be like two months that I've been away from home now. Yeah. By the time I go back, but I like, I like, I'm cool with that. I expected it to be. So I'm, I've been away for half the time that I thought I was going to. When we got into, when we were out in Italy, we made the decision that we weren't going to come back. We were trying to sort ourselves out jobs for after the tour finished yeah. and after summer fish, finished and stuff. Um, and that would have been nice. It would have been nice to move to Italy and and sort of start a life there for a bit. And there's always there's always tomorrow, I suppose, isn't there? Always, well, maybe not tomorrow, but in a yeah. few months. <laughs> yeah, maybe, the maybe, is... maybe next year. Yeah, Shit, even that. That's even. A... Know, a, yeah, you can't even you can't even plan for the future. My granny always says, if you ever, it's so funny. Like if you ever talk to her about something that's happening in the future, like say, oh, here are you going to this party next Saturday? Aka will be God spares us. God spare. God spare us. Until, until Saturday. Don't take me now, God. Really? Because I've got a party to go to on Saturday. <laughs> so literally anything you talk about that's in the future. Like, yeah. and it, well, uh, he'll be 24 next year, Granny. Isn't that crazy? God spare him. Oh, God. Oh, oh brilliant. That'll be brilliant. God spares us. So, and it's almost like Tourette's. She just has to say it. Yeah. Because she can't, she, she almost can't plan the future without saying God spares us. Yeah. It's funny. Fair. Yeah. I see. I like. I, it was something that we I spoke about on an earlier podcast when we were with Haley and Rolo, um, and it was the whole my. I don't. I don't know why I stand with the whole religion thing, but um, I do. I, I like it. I do like it, but I don't believe in it. I I quite like when I say I like it. I mean I like the buildings. Yeah, they're nice. Like though. everywhere we went in Italy, every new place that I went to, I'd always find like churches seem to be open a lot more there than um. Than they are over here. Yeah. So the door will just be open and you can just wander in. Yeah. And even though I like, I wouldn't know what church or who. I'm guessing it was a Catholic church because we were in Italy. But um, what I was walking into, but there was always people in there. I think there was one in a place called, um, Pienza. Have I said it again? Do I <laughs> yeah, always say that. Fuck. Um, in Pienza, I went in and there was a church and it was really strange. Actually, it's the first time I've walked in and been like, oh, I don't like this. Well, this, like eerie. Yeah, it was. It was a big old like I know all churches were old, but yeah. this was like 
ancient. Re- yeah, you really felt like it was an ancient old building. And went in, and it was very dark in there. It was being closed up, I think. And it was in a square, and the square was absolutely dead. There was no one there. And I just seen at the top of the steps that the door was open, so I thought, oh, I'm going to go for a wander in here. And it was completely pitch black, but the candles were still lit. Do you know when people go, yeah, yeah, candles? Yeah. So the church was lit by candlelight. So I walked in, and that obviously create shadows that make things yeah, look huge like, and scary yeah. so i sort of stood and for the first time like not for the first time but i felt um just tiny being stood at this doorway and looking at this building and like looking down the aisle and looking at the altar and the stained glass windows and all the statues and that in there and i was maybe that was because of like it was lit by candlelight and it was quite late at yeah. night and it was but i felt uh minuscule in comparison to it and it's a strange feeling when it's something that you don't believe in it's sort of like being stood on a big movie set mm. do you know what i mean and sort of being like oh like it's all really interesting but yeah it's not like it's not for me but i don't I, like i don't know what my thing is with wanting to go into churches and sit there for a bit and watching people do their thing yeah. i quite enjoy it i sort of I, I like observing it and going i think i think it's amazing what you're doing I really uh, yeah like, absolutely I, I applaud you yeah I have that. I have absolutely nothing against uh, people of faith at all and do you know what it's my my granny's taking this uh, this COVID nineteen crisis real bad not for the health scares it's it, it, she thinks it must be the end of the world if you can't go to mass yeah she's like what I can't go to mass on a Sunday Mother's Day of all days I can't go to mass like she, that's her main issue with the whole thing. She's like, no, I, I have to go to mass. What, what do you do? So I think we're gonna have to sort out something to get her mass on on her on a laptop or something. Okay. She can she can go out with that mask, like. No. Nah, it's it's a thing. Like. Is she all she ever missed it really. Nah, no, no, she wouldn't have. She like like she's a pioneer, and and pioneers are like uh, they don't drink, so she's never drank all her life. Really. Yeah, my granny Margaret, my dad's mum. Uh, she's never drank. And that's, it's like a religious thing. Uh, yeah, she's never drank. Um, and it's quite funny, like, because my, my granda enjoyed a drink. He used to yes. work in a brewery. So okay. he used to, like, drink while working, come home to his wife, who had cooked, well, maybe not cooked dinner, I don't know, and and look after all these kids, and he'd come in blocked, and, like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> she's like, how weird is it? How weird is that? Because, like... And did it not used to bother her? But... I don't know, maybe it did, but, like, what you can do? Like... Yeah. But I think well. it's mad, because, like, she would have no idea how he's feeling. Like, she would n- never actually understand what it's like to be drunk. Oh, yeah, fair one. It's like at any family party or anything, she gets fizzy orange. Really? Yeah. Fizzy She's orange. never once had a drop of alcohol? Uh, no. Wow. Not at all, really. I don't think. That's impressive. Yeah, it's cool. Like. How old is she? I'd say about 86. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. I suppose it's not really worth. It. I suppose it's more of an well, achievement now to be eighty six. Well, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And say I've I've gone eighty six years and never, never touched drank. a drop. Yeah, hard now. I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't. No, <laughs> I mean every single day from the moment I got to Italy up until the moment I'm doing this podcast now, I've had a drink. Yeah, every single day. It's yeah, same actually. But I think it's been in Italy. It was like I said, it was really it was such a social thing drinking, and also like, we felt like we were on our holidays. Yes, for the whole time day. that we were there, even yeah. when you were doing shows, it was like you'd finish your shows and drive four hours to your next place and go. Oh, I can't wait to get out of this car and have a drink. Yeah, and you would. I'd park up and then be like, right, we'll walk to the nearest bar now. And we're, or if there if there was nowhere we could walk to, Sam, who was the other girl who mm. didn't enjoy a drink as much as I did, would say, all right, well, I'll I'll drive. Yeah, and uh, and we'd go and grab a drink, and that was it. But I, like I, I really, I do, I do enjoy sitting down having a drink. It, it's my, it's my way of, rela- of relaxing. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, and that, but then here, since we've been here, I think it's just been we've just we've just well, drank, nothing else to do. Like drank ourselves sober, haven't we? Good. Yeah, we have. Like we've got. I've got. But I don't think about, about how many cans of I half, how many crates of half. A lot. Like well, we've done well. We've had a good time with it. Uh, being in the caravan's been good. So this mit, I well, we actually haven't talked about this, but like I don't think this will be our last podcast. We'll do them right up until you leave. Yeah, yeah. I so, I leave on Wednesday. Yeah. Which I am I am semi excited about. Obviously I'm excited to get back and see the family and stuff. Yeah. That'll be lovely. But I feel like reality's gonna set in quite quick. There's gonna be some weird kind of routine that I'm gonna be in and I yeah. don't know, leaving the house like not leaving the caravan here has been fine because we've got our own space and you can and I know you can do that at home, but it's different when you move back in with your parents. Yeah. It's like you've got to sort of address a new set of boundaries and, and rules and because you live in not in someone else's house it's your home but like but parents run that gap yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean exactly. so it, like, it's, it's not like we've been in this car about fucking wrecking the place no but it's just I don't know it's just like a freedom that you have yeah we're a lot more relaxed I think than that yeah place, so yeah going back home is going to be yeah uh, very strange to say the least, but I'll miss it. I'll, I'll miss being in the caravan. I know it's, it's it has been good. One thing that we found is we could quite easily be the next Max and Paddy. I think I don't think we'd be too fussed living in a caravan. Definitely not. Uh, Tyson Fury's got his head screwed on. Does right? he live in a caravan? Oh, why? Ah, oh. I knew. Yeah, does he? I was, was going to say I knew he was a traveller. I just didn't yeah. know if he still lived in a caravan. Jeff King. Yeah, I think he, he does. Like, <clears throat> yeah, with a name like that, you've kind of got to stick to it. I know you? it's like his calling card. Yeah, if you don't live in a caravan, you're a bit of a, uh, a bit of a fraud. Yeah, fraud. Yeah, yeah. But I could, I could do it, especially one like this. It's a nice static caravan. There's nothing pokey or small about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kitchen's a nice size. Bathrooms. That's one thing I found. Like with caravans I've stayed in before, sometimes you could, you'd be falling over yourself between having a piss and brushing your teeth. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. No, not here. Yeah, it's no, nice. It's, it's good. Been... Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Coming here has been been weird for me. It's kind of re um re- reignited my love for this place because like. I grew up coming here from, like, we had a caravan from, I was the age, I was one. I was one years old, one year old, when when they got this caravan. Not this one, but whatever. And I've been coming here all my life. And then, obviously, I moved to Newcastle, and then I moved to Manchester. And I came the odd time, but I haven't been here in about three years. And I don't know why. I feel like I, I, I need to make use of it more. Yeah, because it's it, and it's such a nice spot where it is. Like the walks that we've been going on, like yeah, man, gorgeous. You're you're thirty seconds to the mountain path, and you walk along the mountain. The views are spectacular. And it's only a bus ride away from Belfast City yeah. Centre. Do you know what I mean? Forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's handy. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely make use of it. But um, it, it just it it scares me what type of uh world we're going back in into when we leave here because I feel like being in this caravan, just us two. It has felt like we're closed off in the world, yeah. even though we are watching the news. But nothing has really affected us yet because we haven't left no. the caravan only for a walk. Yeah. So we've not really done anything on the walk. Do you know what I mean? No. We haven't came into contact with other people or anything like that. We haven't went to a shop. We haven't done anything. So like, we're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I feel like going back is going to be the big like, oh shit, this is it now. This is yeah. what we're doing. Um. But like even like like even the situation in Italy from what we've heard from um Haley and Rolo is that it's just a lot like even though it's the situation's more severe out there, 
they seem to be dealing with it as in the people seem to be dealing with it better. There's no, yes, everyone's staying in, but they're keeping each other entertained and you go, there's no panic buying. You go yeah. out and you go to the shop and you can do that and it's fine. Just be sensible with everything. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's come to the point now where even they're looking at, at their possibilities of coming back to the UK and stuff like that, which obviously like it, it's really changing lives. This it's really mixing things up for people. Massively. Um, but yeah, Tell you what, it's been a pleasure sharing the caravan with you. I know, mate, it certainly has. It's been has. great. Don't shake my hand. Oh, El- bell, elbow bell, pump, pump me. There we there go. We it's go. sticky. Yeah. Practicing great. what we preach. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Imagine social distance. And then we sp- well, <laughs> We're if like... we had it on our head. Yeah. <laughs> I clapped them, by the way, guys. Yeah, no, God forbid I wouldn't touch them hands. But anyway, as for now in our quarantine episodes of the podcast. Our quarantine is no more. Quarantine is no more from, from tomorrow morning on. So it's a good night from me. It's a good night from him. The caravan is closed for business. Good night, you bunch of fucking bastards.